Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. And this week's guest is somebody whose voice you may associate best with Magic 89.9. But what you might not know is that he's also the station manager of 99.5 Play FM. I'm talking to CJ, the DJ, one of my neighbors from back when I was working at Paragon Plaza. Right uh, across Magic 89.9. So we get to talk about his story why he loves radio, why he loves being in this business, and how he went from being a jock over at Radio Shopsville. Yes, that place was a thing. It existed. All the way to being a station manager for one of the most popular English-speaking radio stations in Metro Manila. So that's coming up in a bit. But first, I gotta say thanks to everybody who went out and registered to vote. I know na sobrang hirap, especially these days, na my cutoff. 1am, 2am pa lang, pumipila na yung mga tao. So... I see you, people on social media see you, and at this point, we really can't blame anyone for being unable to register just because of all the the the, the lines, the holdups of process, how bureaucratic and red tapey it can be. I just want to say, and I hope that next time it's better, it's more efficient, and that we can all go out to vote by 2022. Yun na lang, because that's what we need to do as a people if we want our quality of life to improve. So please, if you are a registered voter, please vote by 2022. And if you still can, register to vote by tomorrow, September 30, then go right ahead. All right? Okay, before we get to our main event, my conversation with CJ the DJ, let me tell you about one of the ways you can support the podcast, and that is through your online shopping over on Lazada. All you have to do is to use my affiliate link before you click checkout. Go to your phone, open your browser, and then type in this URL. It's podlink.co slash 0RP. Again, that is podlink.co slash 0RP. It'll take you straight to the app. And then from there, just click checkout. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and On Deck with Stan C at no extra cost to you. So again, my Lazada affiliate link is podlink.co slash 0RP. It should come in handy in a couple of weeks as we get closer to 1010. And now it's time for the main event. Here's my conversation with CJ the DJ. This week's guest gives us a very different point of view into the radio industry as a whole. Uh, he's been in radio as a DJ and as part of management for both Magic 89.9 and Play FM. I'll let him tell the story. Please welcome CJ the DJ to the podcast. Hey, Stan. It's been a while. Uh, Stan, of course, is 
probably one of my favorite neighbors. Wow, that uh, means a lot, no, huh? Because, I mean, <laughs> uh, on a personal note, I mean, whenever we see each other, it's always a, a really nice hi and hello. Um, may mga neighbors kasi na parang taray or or <laughs> but with stand kasi but every time I see you in the hallway it's a hi hello a small chit chat and whatever it's it's always nice to see you and I remember that I did guest for one of your uh, wrestling episodes uh, back in the day so that, that was a yes. lot of fun also for me because I was such a big wrestling fan you know what I mean so yeah but thank you for having me here it's, it's so great to be here I'm glad now we get to talk again on a podcast. Because back when we had you on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, all the way back in 2015, uh, I, I did get to ask about your, your story, your fandom, how you got into radio. But now I really want to zero in on your experiences as a jock and as someone who did get into management. Because ako, for the longest time, I thought na I would probably be a lifer. And clearly, that's not the case anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, with radio, I don't know, man. Um it's always been, how do I start? I mean, I'm one of those rare ones. Now, you know that back in kindergarten when they used to ask you, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, you know, when you go to kindergarten, when it's grade school, um, you know, they, they'd have that question. I mean, your teacher would ask you hmm. and your classmates, nah, what would you want to be when you grow up? And usually, young age, grade two, grade one, grade, grade three, a lot of us would answer you, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a, a firefighter. You might be the sabuhay natin uh, growing up, right? I mean, when we watch cartoons for the heroes, it's the firefighters, it's the policemen, it's the astronaut. And ako, I said I wanted to be a radio DJ. Because back in the day, I was already a, a big fan of uh, Casey Kasem. Yes, people, that's how old I am. So get off my case. <laughs> <laughs> Uy, kilala ko naman si Casey Kasem, voice of Shaggy. Oh, sige, at least hindi lang pala ako yung matanda din sa podcast. So, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I was a, such a big fan of him. I, I used to listen to his American Top 40, tapos his Top 10 Countdowns. Um, I used to mimic him back in the day. I just, like my lolo gave me this little radio that I carried with me all, all, all the time. And then, you know, I, li- I listened to him and I really wanted to be a radio DJ. And that kind of disappeared as a matter of fact, in high school, nag-reconnect ako dun sa dream na yun. Kasi in Green Hills, sa may Shopsville, Shopsville used to have this little radio booth. Uh, it was called Radio Shopsville. So that's where tumatambay ako, I befriended the DJs. That's where I met Max Speed, Alex Gutinga, formerly of Magic 89.9 as well. Uh-huh. And I know that he's a program director for a different station than now. So me and Alex, we became really good friends. I mean, I, I just hung out. I was gravitating towards radio. I was, I was so attracted to the craft. I was such a big fan of music. I was such a big fan of the, the segues. Um, after the other, I mean, the programming as well. It, it was my thing. I was so passionate about that uh, growing up. Now, I would make mixtapes for my barcada for free. They didn't even have to ask me. It came to a point that was so irritating na kasi every week meron ako mixtape na nilalabas para sa kanila. Hindi pa nila tapos pakinggan yung, yung first mixtape na nagawa ko. I'm already out with a new one. I mean, that, that's how, how much I, I, I love music and how much I love programming. And of course, I followed... Casey Kasem, and I was a big fan of LS. 
growing up. I was a big fan of Magic growing up. RT also, I was a big fan of 99.5 RT. So, yun, tumambay ako ng radio shopsville. And then sila Alex had this crazy idea, you know, why don't you, why don't you try boarding? Andito ko na rin naman lagi, di ba? So, I did it for free. So, like, no pay, no allowance. Studyante ka pa lang nun. Studyante pa lang. I was in high school. And then they said, so yeah, board ka. 30 minutes. So, I tried it. They saw that I had potential. I knew how to carry a conversation. I knew how to do a segue. Yung taste ko for music, I wouldn't say is the same as, same level as yung taste ko in music now. Kasi, nag-uumpisa pa lang ako nun. So, it, I mean, it's a whole growing process uh, when it, in terms of like music appreciation. Um, and then yon, uh, it went from like 30 minutes na saling pusa to meron akong slot sa Radio Shopsville. What was your name? CJ na ba? Or did you have like a CJ, handle? yeah. It, it was uh, CJ, CJ Martin. That's what the name that they, they gave me back in the day. Eh, kasi in the DJ world back in the day, you never really get to name yourself. Whoever it is that trained you, yun yung magpapangalan sa'yo. Yun yung magbibigay ng, ng pangalan mo. Yeah. Pero yung CJ, nickname mo talaga. Like your real-life nickname. Yeah, CJ is really my real-life nickname. So my real name is Carlos Jose. And then CJ, yun yung ano ko. Then the CJ, the DJ, ang nagbinyag sa'kin nun is Jude Rocha and Boom Gonzalez. When I was still with RX 93.1. Kasi I started out sa RX. Were you there sa Radio 1 or as a jock na? No, oh, I was Radio Shopsville first. Tapos yung isang barkada ko nung high school, New Boom. So sabi niya, Boom, maybe I can pass you a demo tape of yung friend ko to na DJ sa Shopsville. Ganyan, ganyan. She recorded one of my shows sa Radio Shopsville. Tapos nun, she decided to pass it to Boom. I eventually got a call from Brian Gomez, who was handling the Radio One student jock program of of RX back in the day. And then sabi niya, can you come in for for an interview? And then I came in for the interview. Sabi niya, well, we heard your demo tape. Uh, we want to congratulate you. You're in. Man, I don't know where it came from, but I I hugged Brian Gomez. I didn't know him. I was like a stranger. <laughs> First time na in a meet. And then here I was. I decided to hug him after he utters the words, "You made it. You're part of Radio One." Because for me, I was like foot in the door. Yun. I was ready to give up. I was parang feeling ko sobrang hirap talaga mapasok yeah. back in the day. It was like really hard to get into radio, knowing that there were so many good DJs around Metro Manila and from the different stations also. And then these DJs, they wouldn't let go of their job. Why would they? Pag radio DJ ka, I was like. Wow, it just elevates your social game. People recognize you. I mean, it pays well. Plus the hosting gigs. You get in the clubs for free. You get your free CDs. You get whatever. So why would you let go of your job as a DJ? So vacancy at that time for DJs, for the DJ job was like uh, really scarce. It was really rare. So I took it na parang this radio one thing. It's like a foot in the door. It reignited my fire uh, about radio. So it was the same thing. I made it into the student jock program. Naging tambay naman ako ng RX. Like I was tambay dun sa radio shops. Dun pa sa RX, parang dun ako na tutulog. I would be there from, so it was Dr. Love from 10 in the evening hanggang 2 in the morning. Then it was Bruce Romano from 2 in the morning to 6. 
And then from 6, I would get ready for my 8 a.m. class. I mean, that's how hardcore it was, man. And my parents would wonder where I was. And I was just like, you know, I'm pursuing a dream. Uh, and they let me. So I had free hand with it. And then, you know, before you know it, backup DJ na ako ng... Oh, I was backup to the backup. Then eventually, no, wala yung backup. Ako yung naging backup. Then from backup, naging pinch hitter ako. And then from pinch hitter, I graduated. And that's when I asked RX if there was any room for growth. Because I really wanted uh, my very own slot, uh, my daily show. Kaya lang they didn't have. And at that time, si Alex, who I worked with sa Radio Shopsville, was already the program director for uh, Magic 89.9. So si Alex was reaching out. Uh, little Joey, I see him from, from time to time as well. I kept asking if there was an opening there sa Magic. And eventually, I got to meet Sarge. And then in interview on Sarge, and then nawala si Sarge from Magic. So parang they had this crisis uh, leadership at that time. But then si Alex said, okay, let's let's try you out. I think that we have an opening for Graveyard. So okay ka lang ba na we start you Graveyard? So I'll start anywhere. Uh-huh. And then there, it went from Graveyard. Uh, and then I did drive time like 6 p.m. to 9 and then I went afternoon show with Susie and, and Ricky. And then eventually did good times for a little while. And then company said, okay, we need somebody at the helm for Play FM. And, and we were choosing you to lead that station to the future. I mean, that's my short radio story. In Spark Notes version. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's nice. <laughs> I'm proud to say I worked my way up from the bottom to the top. I was able to do all the time slots. I uh, didn't I wasn't that type of student jock that comes in. I wanted to have a time slot. Right. You know what I mean? I was willing to work from the bottom to the top and then just prove myself over and over again. I have a question about the time that you came radio because uh, that was the time that, as you mentioned, the DJs were at the top of their popularity, right? So a few years after that, that's when the personality era of uh, FM radio happens. I don't think that's an official name. That's just what I call it here on the podcast for consistency. Yeah. Um, how mm-hmm. did that make you feel? Na parang okay, you know, you're this radio fan, and then suddenly the industry shifts to hiring mga artista, celebrities, big names, personalities. Wow, I wasn't alone uh, on this. Because when you master your craft and you're part of the radio industry from that time of the late '90s, early 2000s, which was still yung peak, ng traditional or old school radio DJ. Um, there's a tendency that you become territorial when yes. people start to penetrate your industry with zero experience, but that pretty face. You know what I mean? Na parang yes. they have that following. Uh, na personality ning nila rather than technical know-how. But because the technical know-how yep. may ituturo dun sa personalities na yun, yun ang naging uh, modern DJ. And then a lot of stations tried it with this personality and sometimes it would work sometimes it wouldn't but you notice that when it started these personalities were always in tandem with the legit DJ you know what I mean kasi parang takot din yung management na bitawan yung personality alone to handle the entire show because what do they know about dictating the flow doing the programming of the show the technical Kasama pa rin yung DJ. But then, yung pagiging territory. I mean, this is, I think, what sets a lot of the old school DJs apart from the ones that are still around. It came to a point na 
my being territorial all of a sudden started to fade away. And here I am starting to embrace the change. What changed? Uh, embrace the change of like being traditional intro, extra, time check lang tayong DJ with the very tight ad-libs into now we're able to release our own personalities out there. Diba? Na hindi lang itong mga personality na kinukuha nila. Kami rin, pwede na lumabas yung tunay na kalokohan namin or tunay na kulo namin sa, sa loob. So, the being territorial part started to fade out. Um, and then I started to slowly understand and embrace the change that radio was going through. I mean, it's part of the evolution. If you're part of a pop station, the one thing that's constant in a pop station is change. Uh, if you notice na parang the DJs will, will, will come, the DJs will go. Mm-hmm. Um, pero you're not playing 90s all the time. When it comes na, it's the year 2006 na. You can no longer hear the one that's from 1996. Or, diba, diba? So, I mean, it's constantly, the music, the content is constantly evolving. Yeah. So, for you to survive in this industry, you have to constantly evolve with it. You have to constantly change with it. But, of course, I, I was also true to my roots. Now, whatever it is that I've learned from the beginning of my radio career, I still carry that with me into the future. So, nandun pa rin yung certain balance of alam ko pa rin yung limitations. I'd like to say that the programming etiquette is still there. The programming skills are are still there. And since you're seasoned, mas malalim yung music knowledge mo as compared yeah. to, to the other DJs. And it's nice to see some of the DJs from that era of the early 2000s, the late 90s, Yeah. that they were able to break through and evolve with it and they're still around doing their thing on radio. I want to get into what made you break away from that traditional mindset. Because you said that at first you were very rigid about the evolution, about welcoming the personality-driven era. What made you want to open up more to that mindset and then eventually to let your own kalokohan shine on air? Again, if there's one thing that's constant is change. And what you expect yung evil twin ng change is resistant, right? There will always be resistance, whether it's a new president, whether it's a new ganito, whether it's a new model ng phone. Remember when we were transitioning from the Nokias into the iPhones, I was very hesitant back then to transition from Nokia because Nokia. I, I was happy yeah. I was happy with my snake I was happy having my phone behind my back <laughs> and nakakapag-send pa rin ako ng text message because you memorized mo yung, yung keypads right? right yeah and I was telling myself no I will never I will never change and upgrade to the iPhone never but I did why? because if I had stayed with my Nokia phone I wouldn't be enjoying what I'm enjoying with my smartphone right now. I don't know how I'm going to translate that into yung, yung sa radio sense na old school radio transitioning into the more personality-based radio. But yun nga eh, nakikita namin na, hey, we can start bringing out our personalities as well and then see how people respond to that. So, umbaga, it's being more yourself. It's still radio, but it's just being more ourselves. Probably less 
of the modulation. <laughs> yung modulation na, kasi bakit na day? Yeah. RX 93.1. Magic A9. Pero ngayon, it's more of relaxed, just being yourself, but still doing the thing that you love the most. Because I wanted to still do the thing that I love the most. And for me to still do yeah. the thing that I love the most, I had to learn the new ways and not be stubborn and say, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I became open to it. I started learning it. And, you know, it made me a better DJ. So now I'm both lucky. I'm very lucky to say that I have lived that old school DJ life and I'm also living the new school DJ life. Right? Before we proceed with the rest of the episode, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to the guys and girls over at Immunobean Coffee. Immunobean is made with premium-quality coffee combined with 19 healthy herbal ingredients to boost your immunity and vitality. Shop now at shopee.ph slash immunobean. What a concept, no? Na, you, you make it sound so simple. Na, for me to keep doing my job, uh, I have to adapt to change, be open to it. And yet, as you mentioned, sobrang dominated from that era weren't able to stay in the industry because of that resistance. Here's the thing. You say that it's a job, right? For me, because that's the wrong mindset. For me, it's something more than just a job. It was the thing that I fell in love with so many years ago. It's the thing that I love doing. So for the thing that I love doing, whatever it is, Kung saan man pumunta yung ginagawa kong mahal ko, I have to go with it. So if the thing I love doing decides to evolve and I'm still in love with it, I need to evolve with it. You know what I mean? So parang yeah. that's basically what pushed me into evolving with the times for, for radio because I, I still loved what I was doing. I'm still in radio. Probably not as often on air anymore. Um, andami kong ginagawang behind the scenes now. But I'm still in radio because I love radio. I love what I do. I wake up every single day. I still love to play the songs. I still love to pass down my knowledge to my younger staff in Play FM and then able to share with them a lot of my war stories as well when I was coming up in radio. And I'm kind of hoping that they learn a lot from whatever it is that I say or give them. As a jock coming up through the ranks, did you ever see yourself taking a management position, being in the office? In the beginning, no. All I really wanted to do is go on air, turn on my mic, and then just entertain people, play the music for the people as well. And then from the love of radio, I also fell in love with hosting. So the hosting gigs did follow. Um, and then whenever I get a hosting gig, I also have so much fun. Uh, whenever I host, I, I love connecting with people, seeing their reaction to my every action on stage or seeing the, the joy that I present to them or bring to them. Probably not me, but the artist that I introduced. But I mean, to be part of something like that, those are things that I will forever take with me uh, long after I retire um, from from radio. So no, I, parang, I just really wanted to focus on that. But there came a day na magic when si Max Speed decided to retire from his position as program director. They needed somebody to 
fill the void. And they felt like I was perfect for it. I thought about it really hard, but I told myself, nah, it's just handling the music. So I'm fine. Pero naging victim ako ng sarili kong success. Uh, medyo may pagka-OC kasi ako eh. Uh, I was really efficient in whatever it is I was doing. I'd like to think I was doing a good job. So they decided to offer me more responsibilities. And the thing is, I'm the type of person that if you give me a responsibility, I'm challenged by it. So I don't just do it. Parang gagawin ko and then some. You throw me a piece of meat, ask me to cook this steak. I don't just give you the steak. It comes with side dishes. That's, I mean, that's the type of person I am. Kasi yun na rin yung naging upbringing ng parents ko with me. Like, if you're going to do something, son, do it 110%. Don't give it 75%. If you're going to do it 75 or 95 don't bother doing it. Right, yeah. So I've always had that kind of mentality. So yun, I guess, nakita nila na, oh, oh itong si CJ. Sige, bigyan pa natin ng isang posisyon. CJ, ikaw na rin mag-on-air operations. Bahala ka sa... Mga DJ, ikaw mag-handle ng mga leaves nila, sa'yo magpapaalam yung mga yan. yan. So parang HR. Well, direct HR nung mga DJ. So they'll file their leaves with me. I'm the one that handles yung leaves nila. I'm also the one that handles yung, for example, if the entire team of Boys Night Out would go on leave, I'm the one that thinks of kung sino yung papalit sa kanila. Diba? Or scheduling of guests also. For the different shows, I, I was handling that. So I was handling those two positions for Magic, including uh, being a DJ. And at that point, I think, yeah, at that point, it was me and Susie for uh, the big meal. How did you juggle all of that? And can you describe then what goes into being a program director? Because I think to say na uh, ikaw lang yung bahala sa music might be oversimplifying it. I don't want to oversimplify it. So, you know, if you could like get into it. Uh, well, number one, juggling it, it. Well, it was a lot of praying. <laughs> no, um, it was a challenge. Pero I was up to to the challenge, and I guess you said that really. I mean, if you're if you're in love with what you do, you find ways to manage your time to do it. So I was able to manage my time wisely to be able to handle uh, programming for magic music for magic and then uh, on-air operations for magic and then dj at the same time plus yung hosting gigs pa and then i also started to dj for for clubs yeah i remember you mga plugs pa sa garage 88 bayon sa green hills yeah that's where it all started so parang um i, I think that that was a bad idea kasi yon doon na ako nagsisimulang mapagod talaga so out late at night yeah. and then i have to be yeah. in the office early in the morning and stuff But you know, in terms of juggling it, I was able to juggle it. No matter you know, it's just time management. Tapusin mo lang yung kung kaya mo kung kaya mo tapusin today para hindi na makadagdag dun sa bukas mo and finish it. With all of these things going on, when does the station manager job for Play FM come into the picture? Well, the station manager job for Play they offered it to me mid 2018 or was it early 2018? But I declined. The reason why I declined it is because I was good friends with the people who were next in line for the position. So they were transparent enough for you to know who was next in line? No, it's not them being transparent to me, but because I knew kung sinong next in line dapat for play as station manager. 
and the thing is, like I told them, I I turned them down early 2018 or late 2017. I told them, na parang you have to give this guy a chance, because number one, why get somebody that's outside of play to handle play, diba? It would make a lot more sense to get somebody that knows the ins and outs of play and that has been there for a while, and it's his turn. So give him his chance to run the shit. Yun, they gave him his chance. And then it was around the mid-2018 when they came to me again. And then they said, alright, we gave him six months. Wala talaga eh. And we need to turn it around for, for the station. And we really want you to handle it. Because whatever it is that you do for magic, we need that kind of energy for play. Honestly, I didn't want it at first. And if any of my play guys are listening, <laughs> no, you have to listen until the end of the story. I didn't want it at first because I felt like it should have been somebody from that station that handles it. And I'm sure that a lot of people will agree with me na parang magandang na in-house yung mag-takeover. Hindi yung galing sa competing station yung mag-takeover. Kasi that would immediately create politics na parang bakit si CJ yung pinapasok at taga-magic siya. Diba? Ano siya? Pinapasok sa atin para lang ibagsak yung ratings natin. And then mapunta lahat sa magic and, and stuff like that. It's kind of odd to me uh, hearing that insight kasi one, isn't it all part of the same company anyway? Like magic and play and you know, uh, neighbors naman and from uh, the time I spent under a TRPI station, hindi ba common din naman that people from, say, one of the five stations would be put in a management position in another of the five stations. Wasn't that common anyway? Yeah, it was common practice. And, you know, for us, I guess, like you and me and other people, it would be fine. Pero for the hardcore yeah. people of that particular station that I'm taking over, we're going back to our discussion about being territorial. You know what I mean? So now I'm getting the okay. territorial treatment. Yeah. And I knew, I knew it coming in that I was going to get that. I was going to get that territorial treatment. Pero before I said yes, I wanted to slowly, like one by one, talk to the guys who play. Because we were all friends. I mean, they knew me from CJ from next door. Right. Right. And a lot of them trained under you then, the bus as yeah, JJ's. Yeah, so some of them trained under me as, as JJ's as well. So, I mean, but that's only what? 20% okay. of, of the population there. First of all, I, I went there. I wanted to get the feel of how play was at that particular moment. The vibe was, it felt like it, it was defeated. <laughs> when I talked to people, walang gana. And... I started talking to the guys in the traffic department. I started talking to the DJs. I just really wanted to get a feel of what I was getting into. So that in my head, I was already trying to formulate kung ano yung gagawin ko. Kung ano yung maibibigay ko sa station na to, to turn it around. And I mean, these guys are special. The play people are special. They're talented. Their love for radio 
is the same as mine. And I immediately saw that. And that's what drove me to say yes. Now let's do it. I'll do it. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, let me share with you this tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience, kind of like what I do here on Deck with Stan C. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. And cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this episode and use my referral code on deck. That's O-N-D-E-C-K, no spaces in between. It's not case sensitive either, so it's on deck, just one word. And from there, you can monetize your podcast too. Yung story mo about trying to get a lay of the land uh, before coming in kind of uh, makes me have this idea of you as like a player's coach. About to put in a basketball analogy, like you know, you and I both love the NBA and we read these stories about, about uh, coaches and GMs being uh, hired for teams. Tapos parang hindi nila alam ko niyong pinasok nila, and it seems you did the exact opposite, where you had to make sure that you knew what the situation was heading in. So uh, now that you're in it, um, what? Uh, what were the practices that you wanted to bring that, that you felt na play didn't have before or that you wanted to see in a station manager na parang hindi mo naramdaman in the past? Well, number one, I didn't want that kind of mentality of looking back. So I was very clear with them in the beginning or at the beginning na I'm not him. I'm not your former station manager of 2018. I'm not your former station manager of 2015. And I'm not your former station manager of 2012. I'm me. There is a way of me running things. And I was very clear with them. Nah, it's not just going to be me. It needs to be a team effort if we are going to make it work. So I immediately called for a town hall meeting so that people can get it off their chest. Wow. That takes a lot of guts, huh? Which I didn't have, but it needed to be done. So during that town hall meeting, as expected, I was already judged. I was prejudged. It was gearing up to be a crucifixion. Wow. Pero for some reason, I was able to prove to them, now I'm not the enemy. I'm here to fix things with you guys. I showed them a presentation. Here are the current numbers. Ito yung kalaban natin. Hindi ako. Ito yung kailangan natin iangat. Eting sales natin, eting kalaban, eting kailangang iangat. And from the get-go, I was telling them that we cannot do this divided. The only way we can attack it is if we're together on this. Some of them were saying na parang, they were hesitant because ayaw ko pang bumitaw ng position ko sa, sa magic. Because I held on to that position for a while pa rin. Yung programming na, yan, totally wala na. And then I kong bumitaw sa pagiging DJ ko sa Magic. And I told them that, you know, my being a DJ for Magic is out of my passion. Because I can't board on play. Number one, I'm so associated with Magic that if I board here, in the Number two, play is for a younger audience. I cannot cater to a younger audience anymore. So that's why I board there. 
and I'm not really ready to give up my mic time. You know, because I still love doing it. So give me that. But I promise you that I will give you this. So it took a while for me to prove myself to them. But in the end, they realized that I was trying to push play towards that direction where we wanted to go. And by golly, end of that year, we turned it around. The second year of me being station manager, we beat that other year by 150%. Damn. Sales and ratings. So whatever it is that we were doing together as a team, it was working. And then the pandemic hit. So, but the thing is, you hold on to that. You hold on to that kind of trajectory. You knew that. And no one one can can take take that that away from from us. I don't like saying that it's just me. I mean, it was like entire play team. Rami being my program director, who's just totally awesome when it comes to music. He reminds me so much of me when I was coming up as, as program director. I mean, yung, yung passion ng batang yung when it comes to music. He's in touch. His finger is on the pulse. He knows what's hot. May pulso yung batang yon. All of my Play FM DJs have that passion for radio that I saw in myself. It's the same kind of passion that I see in myself when I was coming up. And there's nothing bad that I can say about them. It's inspiring. It's inspiring. And I'm challenged. I'm more motivated knowing that these people have that certain dedication, have that certain devotion to the station. So they're the big reason why it works. I'm only the guy that kind of like guides them and then, okay, let's not do this. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. That's my only role. They're everything else, all the hard work is from them. I just have to give it up to Salatman Play staff. From the office staff to marketing staff as well, even to Yung Sikath who handles our online stuff. She's amazing. This girl during the pandemic, she's like working every single day. If any of my Play staff are listening, thank you. It's not an award, but yeah. <laughs> to me in the podcast and stand, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you mentioned before we hit record that uh, a lot of the practices that you wanted to bring into being a station manager, you got from Sarge or Sergeant Pepper, uh, who was my station manager. So um, I'm really interested to hear about these things because you, uh, you know, you know, before we started recording, you have a lot of love for Sarge. You know, don't tell Sarge. Because maybe Sarge is still stuck No, it's just that, you know, when you think about it, Sarge, to me, they broke the mold with him. Pagdating sa managing a station. This guy is overflowing with passion. This guy is driven. He takes care of the station for the owners, but he is also, he takes care of his people. And not a lot of station managers have that kind of touch. Sarge likes to get personal Alam niya kung sino ka. Alam niya yung mga quirks mo. He knows how to adjust. He, he, you know, it's not that kind of dictatorship. I mean, kasi if, when we talk about managers, some people, they'll listen or do whatever it is that their manager is telling them. Number one, it's out of fear. And then there are some managers naman that really suck. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but it's, it's the truth. I mean, some of you guys... I remember so many people. May have... Uh, been under some of these managers that parang are, 
wala. There's the lack of initiative. <laughs> uh, they really weren't born to do it. Parang nilagay lang dun sa pwestong yun. Dahil wala nang, wala nang ibang mailagay dun sa, sa pwestong yun. We can name them. If you, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's not, <clears throat> let's not name them. But we don't have enough time for that list. Huh? But you know, so you're, you're under a manager that you're afraid of or you're under a manager that you don't respect. Either way, those two kinds of managers would suck. But being under Sarge, you would follow him to the gates of hell because you respect the person and because you know that this guy will do whatever it takes for you and for your frequency. I will follow any guy that not only says it, but fucking does something about it. That's Sergeant Pepper for me. So kung ano man yung maikukuha ko, nakuha ko from Sarge just by observing him, just by uh, hearing stories from his people about him. Man. Sarge, I don't know if you ever listened to this, but we may have never sat down and talked and compared notes about management. Pero through your people and whatever it is that your people have said about you and the style of management that you have, That has inspired me and my management style. It's probably not full-on Sarge. I mean, I have to put a little CJ into to my management style. But I'd like you to know that you're such a big inspiration uh, in terms of like handling uh, the people. Uh, see, Sarge kasi is no bullshit kind of manager. Some managers kasi would promise you the moon and whatever, the stars and whatever. Or they would say na everything is going to be okay. It's a fucking lie. No. What your people need to know is the truth. And if you know that the truth is going to hurt them, what they need to know next is kung aning direksyon at plano ng manager nila. Diba? Kasi there are some managers, they will lie just so they could, they could skip the whole fucking conversation and then eventually it'll bite them in the ass. And then there are managers man. Nah, they will just drop the bomb on you. Pero wala na silang game plan pagkatapos. So now people are looking left and right, looking for direction. Diba? Yeah, ang, ang galing. Very accurate actually. A lot diba? of what you said, uh, mga personal experiences ko having been under him. So, nakuha mo. So, yun. Ako, I like to be straight with my people. Okay, this is the situation. Pero after telling them the bad news, I'm going to tell them how we are going to try and get the good news. These are the possible solutions we have to work for us to get out of this hole that we are in. Right. Okay. You know, that, I mean, that's the type of management style that I have. And I think, again, Sarge, we've never sat down. It's from the people that have worked under you. Damn. And for people to talk so highly about their manager, goddamn, man. Tangana, you're one in a million. The three things that stood out to me were that you have a lot of love, reverence, and passion for radio. So I guess just to wind down here, where does that all come from? Why do you love this so much to be here through the different changes in eras, through the different positions coming up the ranks, and to still be navigating through a fucking pandemic? Well, number one, you stay for the love. Because people, (laughs) let me tell you something. You never stay for the money. The money comes from somewhere else. So you stay for the love. Also, I'd like to say that 
it's been a hell of a ride from being the learner, being the sponge, all the way to now where I'm the one giving the advice. I'm the OG. Dun sa entire journey kong yun, I've experienced so much uh, in radio. I've grown with radio and I've seen it grow as well. I've evolved with it. I've seen it evolve as well. And again, if you're passionate about something, to see it continuously evolve, parang if kaya, I'd like to see it till the end. You know what I mean? So I, I guess until they decide to fire me or <laughs> na hindi na talaga kaya, then that's when I'll walk away from, from radio. I can't think of a better way to end it. So CJ, uh, where can people follow you? Where can people listen to you since you mentioned that occasional na lang yung pag on air mo? So when and where can people catch you? Um, okay. Well, number one, don't follow me to my house because <laughs> I have dogs <laughs> and I will, I will let them loose. No, they, they, you, you guys can follow me on social media. It's at uh, CJ899 on Twitter. It sucks. Nah, at CJ899 was taken on Instagram by apparently a devil lover. <laughs> no, I mean, if you check it out, at CJ899 on Instagram, it's a... Uh, Meron siyang black mass, meron siyang uh, whatever, uh, anarchist. Uh, don't follow that. On Instagram, it's Siege899. So it's C-E-E-J-899. On Magic, you can catch me Fridays na lang. Friday Madness, which is my happy place. 90s, 2000s. Uh, I'll play it out for you. Friday mornings, ng 7 in the morning till 10. And then online, I do shows for like different brands uh, as well. So you can catch me on Facebook, somewhere. I don't know if I can mention the brand. But. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. I'll just cut it out. Okay. Well, well it's, uh, you can catch me. We have a show for Smart. It's called Swack. I do it with Sam YG. I do it with Suzy. Um, so we talk about basketball. I'm such a big uh, basketball head uh, as well. Um, and then, please, do support uh, 99.5 Play FM. Uh, we do our best. To try and give you quality programming um, throughout the day, uh, and I want you to know that the team behind it like works really hard to give you the best quality programming, whether it's on air or online. All right, CJ the DJ, thank you so much, man. Uh, every conversation with you has always been a blast, and I'm glad that we had the chance to talk like this. Our love for radio, yours especially, just shown through. Maraming maraming salamat. Hey Stan, thank you so much, guys. You take care. Thanks again to CJ the DJ for joining me here on this week's episode of On Deck. And thank you to everybody who's been following the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Every Spotify follow goes a long, long way. So just look for this podcast, On Deck with Stan C, in case you're not listening to it on Spotify. And please give me a follow. It really, really helps me a lot. And if you want to keep supporting the podcast, you can do that through your online shopping. Malapit na naman ang 1010. So if you're shopping on Shopee and if you're stuffing your cart with items, when it's time to check out, please use your mobile phone browsers and go to this URL. tinyurl.com slash ondeckxshopee. That's tinyurl.com slash O-N-D-E-C-K-X-S-H-O-P-E-E. From there, it'll take you straight to the cart and then just click checkout and a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and on deck at no extra cost to you. So again, 
My Shopee affiliate link is tinyurl.com slash ondeckxshopee. Speaking of Podcast Network Asia, I've got another pod over there that you might want to check out if you're a fan of pro wrestling. It's called the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Spotify. Just look for our name or you can catch our weekly live streams on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod or facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast Thursday nights at 7 p.m. This week, we're talking all about Extreme Rules, the pay-per-view, and we'll be hashing that out. It's me alongside my friends, Romoran and Chino Liao. You can also catch me on the episodes of the Chinoy TV docuseries, Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart. We're entering the final stretch of episodes, which you can catch on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on CNN Philippines, with replays on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on the Chinoy TV Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash TV. This past week, I got to talk all about the Great Wall and my thoughts on that. So if you want to hear a different perspective about it, then go ahead and check out that episode. As for me, I got to get out of here and end this episode. So let me give you a quick teaser of what's to come next week. I've got my good friend Renzo Magnaia of 99.5 Play FM. And we're talking all about the radio myths that we need to bust. These misconceptions that people have about the industry. We're talking all about that on next week's episode of On Deck with Stan C. As I sign out here, reminding everybody to please double mask if you can. Stay at home if you can. Only go out when you absolutely have to. And if you can still register to vote, go ahead. Please vote in 2022 because we must and get vaccinated if you can. Sobrang importante niyan. Alright? My name is Dan C. Thank you very much for listening and I hope that I've earned the privilege of your time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.